Hey nerds, welcome back to The Paper Fold. I'm your host Sarah, The Paper Nerd, and I'm so glad to be back nerding out with you on my favorite topic, stationery. Today my guest is the vibrant and talented Kristen Lay of Thimble Press. Now, Kristen emailed me back in July about appearing here, and I was so honored she wanted to, as I always regarded Thimble Press as an industry powerhouse. Since opening a humble Etsy shop in 2012, Kristen experienced really extreme success out of the gate, and it's not really surprising. Her range doesn't look like anyone else's and resonates with positivity and good vibes to say nothing of oodles and oodles of confetti. Kristen was one of the first makers I saw to infuse faith into her offerings with a more stylish hand than the market was accustomed to at that time. From my perspective, she was just one of many powerful makers with thriving businesses that I am fortunate enough to observe and document. But as I continued to read the email, Kristen shared that that early success was actually something of a mixed blessing. As she negotiated her good fortune, trying to take maximum advantage as anyone would, she found herself becoming scattered and neglecting herself. Kristen turned the situation around to forge an alternative path that didn't revolve around what she cleverly calls the hustle until you hurt mentality. She wrote, we are not our businesses. Our businesses are a part of who we are. Discovering my life outside of what I do has helped me generate far more magic than I ever imagined. And I'm able to share that magic with others. It's pretty sweet. That sounded like a pretty intriguing starting point for a podcast episode. So I knew I had to make it happen. I'll have Kristen on right after this. Hey nerds, I need to shout out the eternally fierce sponsor of this podcast. Yes, I'm talking about the one and only girl with knife, your new BFF in greeting cards, paper goods, and now home decor as well. Alicia Castaldi is the one woman force of nature behind this feminine, unapologetic, and authentic brand that has been racking up awards and accomplishments like they are going out of style. But fortunately for this Luke's Palm Springs house of design, they are not. One of the things I love most about this brand is that all of it really sprung from the deceptively simple greeting card. As soon as Alicia, a former children's book illustrator, began playing with the medium with her proverbial exacto knife, her creative floodgates opened and she found the springboard from which everything flows. Last spring, the stationary community recognized this by honoring her with the highly coveted and competitive Artist of the Year Louis Award, but really, that's just one jewel glittering in the girl with knife crown these days from that greeting card framework a vibrant lifestyle range has sprung journals gift wrap and weekly agendas fill out the luke stationary offerings but last january girl with knife delved into the home goods dimension with pillows art prints and some of the most exquisite candles you are going to see or smell the aptly named wild gorgeous candle for example is scented with orange blossom and housed in an elegant blush pink container with signature girl with knife imagery for a product that is literally a happy pill in soy coconut form whatever your preferred poison it is easy to immerse yourself in this chic stylish world the biggest challenge is picking your favorites Right now, everyone is gearing up for the winter shows and Girl With Knife is preparing a slew of swag with which to slay 2023. Look out for three new divine candle scents, plus more pillows and art prints, and a slew of fresh stationery. 
cards, mini notepads, journals, and weekly desk pads. And a little further down the horizon, I'm hearing about a very fabulous category expansion, but we're all going to have to sit tight until summer 23. Meanwhile, it is almost unbelievable to me that one person can accomplish all this, but Alicia also creates what she calls knife houses, concept homes that provide a world for all Girl With Knife products to happily chill. Uh, Knife House Palm Springs and Knife House Bel Air are complete, and a new Knife House Bel Air will be underway soon. Alicia described these as personal muses for her offerings, and I think they are such a fresh, out-of-the-box way for a maker to focus on the micro and the macro at the same time. This approach, in part, is what makes this range so distinctive, and I'm not a bit surprised that HGTV has already featured it and continues to feature Alicia and her knife houses in their programming as well. Alicia only makes it look easy from the outside, however. I have profiled her enough and know her well enough to understand that she genuinely pours her heart, soul, and passion into every last release and project. And without that, Girl With Knife would not resonate as it so clearly does on every level. So whether you work in the biz like me or are just looking for that perfect heart or pillow, head on over to Girl With Knife allspelledout.com and get your shop started. I guarantee you're stationary and you too will slay. Kristen, welcome to the Paper Folds. Thank you. It's so nice to see you and I'm so glad you're here. So you have acquired a lot of wisdom uh, regarding running a brand over your last decade in business. Uh, That's kind of funny for me to write as your brand always feels like so young and vibrant and freewheeling to me. Uh, but but you and Thimble Press are design powerhouses. You were a stationary trends designer to watch in 2015, and you have just stacked up accolades and accomplishments since then. So it was a bit surprising for me to get an email from you last July reading in part, quote, starting Thimble Press in 2012, I had no idea what I was doing. I started it because I loved art and it was a passion project for me. Thimble Press quickly grew into something from the outside that looked like every paper industry small business dream. The paper industry is small and it often feels like a cozy bubble of the world we live in. When I started to grow in 2013, I looked to the companies that walked before me and I thought this must be how it needs to be done. We became so busy. I became so scattered that I was making decisions for my business, not if they were what I actually wanted to do, but if that was what the industry said I needed to be doing. I know it sounds silly to say that. I was my own boss. I should know better. But the thing is, I didn't. I am an art major who fell into this business backward and at the time was barely coming up for air to feed my soul. Unquote. So first off, thank you for being so transparent and sharing what I suspect so many other makers are feeling. Um, But before we go any further, I want to expand on some of these early on decisions uh, that you sort of jumped into that you might approach differently now. For sure. Um, And, you know, I think when I say like I was looking around at our industry, it's more like 
well, that, you know, that's what we're supposed to do, right? You know, mm-hmm. we're supposed to do this. We're supposed to do that. And there are some things as a business you are supposed to do. Um, but I think at the same time, I was trying to understand what being a boss and owning a business looked like. I was also taking on every opportunity and not taking care of myself. It was just this perfect storm that mixed together, um, which ended up wreaking havoc on my life, to be quite frank. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't going to the doctor. I cut my own hair for five years with my my dog's dog's ears. I'm not even kidding you. My hairstylist, uh, Molly G, she was like, I saw you when you were 30 and I dyed your hair pink. And then I didn't see you again until you were 35. Um, (laughs) And it's so true and so sad. and, And I can laugh at it now. But back then, you know, it's, I think in my faith is really important to me. I think God mm-hmm. was like, you know, wake up, wake up. Like I believe like Satan can come to you in your biggest, deepest, darkest desires. And he can also create havoc in your life through busyness. And I think that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. Um, wow. I, we live in such a world of hurry and, mm-hmm. you know, do this, do this, do this, that we forget to take time for these like intimate relationships in our life, not only with our friends and family, but with ourselves. Um, and I was 110% lacking all of that. Um, mm-hmm. From the outside, it looked like we had it all together and we were this dream company, which I, you know, I guess for, you know, a while the company was, but I wasn't. And you can't run off of that for very long. Um, You, if you're not taking care of yourself as an owner, that is all going to permeate the (laughs) inside of your business. And eventually it's going to show up on the outside. And it, in 2017, and we've talked about this. Um, Mm -hmm. I got hacked and I I really think that was the, um, the, the big one from God. I think God had been trying to get my attention for a while. He was like, Hey, like you've got to wake up. You've got to shake this. You've got to breathe. You've got to understand why you're doing this business, not just react. Um, And I really, honestly, I'm such a stubborn person. Mm -hmm. I really, he had to shake my entire world um, for it, for me to finally take notice and to take, you know, time to reevaluate life and business. So, wow. Yeah. Sometimes it takes something big to make you like, take a step back and be like, wait, what am I doing? Wake up. Like, where am I going with this? A hundred percent. And I think there was also uh, around the time that I started Thimble Press, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of a business success is timing. And I think mm-hmm. that when I started, a lot of businesses were popping up and there was this almost glorification of hustle. Um, and this glorification of killing yourself <laughs> meant you're a success. Um, and I really thrived on that. I thought I've got to, cause I know I am a very hard worker, but the Mm -hmm. problem is I became so tunnel vision focused on building thimble press. I was like, I've got to work hard and kill myself so that I am successful. And, and, you know, I'm reading a book right now about hurry and love, and it's really wonderful. I just started it yesterday and it's, um, and it, and it talks about how the world used to show, um, you know, 
luxury and success as sitting by the pool on a lounge chair um, on vacation. And now you see it as boardrooms, people drinking coffee in a big room with a chart, you know, um, a CEO at a desk, which one is great. Females are becoming, you know, more CEOs every day, which is incredible, but we don't, we don't see you. I mean, the whole idea of the luxury success has shifted in terms of imagery. And I hadn't really thought about that until I was um, listening to this book yesterday. And I thought, you're right. It has, it's, it has the idea of resting um, has, um, kind of become this lazy man's idea, which it's not. We need it. Um, I mean, please, I I will take a vacation over any of the week. And I I think more and more people are waking up to it as there's more focus on mental health and um, which is fantastic. We need that. So I think the pendulum is swinging back a little bit. Um, But I, I, I felt I've succumbed to the pressures of I've got to work really, really hard and never stop. Otherwise, I'm not a success. Right, right, right. And all you have to do to bring on that feeling is open up your social media feed and see what everyone else is doing and then be like, oh, I better get I better get on it. One thing that I truly cherish about our community is all the powerful and inspiring women in it. I am so fortunate and grateful that I not only get to share so much amazing stationary design in the paper nerd and stationary trends, but more often than not, I get acquainted with a marvelous new friend in the process who, through their work, helps me be my best self in my life. As a result, I get nearly as emotionally invested in these brands as the makers themselves are. That is definitely the case with Kitty Meow Boutique, a Chicago house of paper and gifts founded by Katherine Hildner. Now, I find that most compelling brands out there have a core philosophy or vibe from which all product flows. In the case of Kitty Meow, these exquisitely designed paper goods are fun, fierce, and specifically designed to make women feel confident, empowered, and courageous. Now, what woman out there can't use some of that? And I know most women have several friends who can also use a big dose of that, especially coming from someone they care about. For example, one of her best-selling birthday cards isn't going to mock your age or reference wrinkles or bad backs. Instead, it reads, another year of the world being graced with beautiful, fabulous you. Happy birthday. Birthday. That's absolutely ingenious, but it's not just about that smart, supportive copy. Visually, the range is paper fashion too. It's the stationary equivalent of perusing clothes in your favorite boutique and discovering that one gem that truly speaks to you. Think sleek layouts with evocative type to intensify each design into a stunning masterpiece. Whether you are witty or sweet, these polished, brilliant offerings elevate every card exchange into a meaningful, memorable experience. The sender looks brilliant, stylish, and witty, and the receiver gets her socks knocked off for a classic win-win. 
Also, I can't go any further without mentioning Kat's Entrepreneur Collection without getting too nerdy. I think these kinds of offerings are really important culturally for women as we establish our own old girl network, so to speak, but with more feminine vernacular and style. So one particularly sharp number reads, your business means the world to me. Just thought you should know. Or how about you are more than a customer. You're like family. Love and appreciate you. These are the types of offerings that tell me not only is Catherine approaching the stationary market thoughtfully, but truly impacting the way we interact with each other. To a very large degree, stationary trends, the paper nerd, and the paper folds are my life. So the way I interact with my clients and readers is an extension of me. Any of those designs help me look good as I appreciate those who help me build my businesses. However, Kitty Meow Boutique goes beyond greeting cards to encompass party and desk offerings as well as gifts with the same powerful messaging. Think notebooks, notepads, writing tools, cocktail napkins. Whether you are at work or at play, by yourself or hanging with your crew, there is something to uplift and inspire. And speaking of inspiring, Catherine has been very busy coming up with new designs for 2023. She's releasing about 20 new cards plus new notebook and notepad offerings. There is no more polished way to stay organized and on task as you keep track of your game plan for life. So whether you want to catch up with your bestie on her birthday or plot your plan to take over the world, you'll find all the necessary tools here. For my friends in the trade, Kitty Meow Boutique is also available wholesale. Shop it on Fair 24-7. And finally, if you are not seeing Kitty Meow Boutique on the shelves of your favorite card and paper shop, ask the owner to stock it and join the family of over 1,000 stores across the nation. All this beauty and brilliance starts at kittymeowboutique.com. So head on over, kitty cats, and tell them Sarah sent you. So, so in 2018, so a little ahead of the grain, you know, you did go through this big transition where you realized in order for Thimble Press to thrive, you needed to thrive. You took control of your health. <clears throat> Excuse me. You began to create boundaries between yourself and work. And this is so key for so many creatives. Um, I think I, I know it resonates with me and my work habits. So let's talk boundaries. Um, how do you define these and how did you modify yours? Yeah. So it's definitely been a journey since 2018. I honestly felt like I had to detox. Um, uh, it was like almost like coming off of a drug. Uh, <laughs> the only way I know how to, ex you know, explain it, but mm -hmm. one helping establish those boundaries, joining, I have joined a mastermind group of women mm -hmm. and honestly, all women in business. And that was a big part of realizing I wasn't alone. And I, my thoughts I had in my head weren't crazy. Um, you know, I think having people in your sphere and industry that you can relate to is super important. Um, so they really helped encourage me to have these boundaries. One of them is I don't check email on the weekends. Um, and I may, 
But in my byline of my email signature, it says, I do not check email on weekends. <laughs> I, had to, awesome. I just physically put that in there. Otherwise, because I'm an Enneagram too. I'm my bound, my personal boundaries. I really struggle with it. I just want to make everybody happy, you know? Right, right, um, right. So I had to put it in <laughs> my email signature. I will not respond to you on the weekends. I may look at the email and I really have to stick to that. Even if I read the email after market is unread and then make sure I don't respond until Monday. Cause if I'm not abiding by my own, you know, rules, no one else is going to respect my boundaries. Um, another one is that recently <laughs> when my husband came into my life in 2019, I really stopped working after five or six every day, which, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, that was never a thing before him. And I'm not going to say he's the reason, but he is. I found an amazing partner to spend a life with. And I want to love that and nurture that and enjoy that. And you have to make choices for those things in your life. Um, everything's a choice in our life. Um, when we say yes to something or no to something, we're saying yes or no to something else. Right. Um, the book Essentialism, of course, I know a ton of people have read it. It's a fantastic, like deep dive into that whole idea. Mm -hmm. Um, that was, I read that in 2018 and that was a big eye opener for me. Um, but I, you know, having these new relationships in my life also helped me, the person who struggles with boundaries, create these boundaries. Wow. Um, now, doesn't mean that every now and then I won't have to work late one night. Of course, if I have an event at the studio, um, sometimes I'll need to do photos on a weekend, but it's not a normal anymore. It is very much a um, just random thing that happens maybe once a month or once every two months. Um, it's no longer my day-to-day, -day, which it was. My day-to-day -day used to be working till 2 a.m., sleeping for five hours, getting back up, maybe showering and doing it again the next day. Mm. Um, and I think, but I also think that's what built Thimble Press so fast. And so always people are like, well, what if you could go back and do it again? And I'm like, I, I'm not one of those people. I'm like, I don't want to change anything. What has happened has happened. And all we do is move forward. But if I were to tell anyone, I would say, take care of your health, take care of yourself, grow your business slow and steady and sustainably um, because I was not running my body in a sustainable way. <laughs> it was eventually wow. going to fall and crash, but I didn't wow. know any better. I didn't, no one had, no one really talked about this, you know, right. when right. I was going through it, no one was talking, you know, at that moment, it was the hustle, hustle, hustle. Right. Um, if everyone is so focused on success, you're not, no one's going to be talking about the, you know, the physical toll, the physical and emotional toll that it takes to achieve it. Everyone was so focused on it. I mean, I feel like you were a little ahead of your time. Most people didn't sort of realize this until COVID. I think we're still sort of culturally realizing this, that, you know, the, the pursuit of success for its own, just for its own benefit is sort of ultimately empty and that, you know, it's all about the journey. Um, it really is. As, I mean, <laughs> It is. And, and I, COVID was awful and terrible, but I do think it made people focus back in on love and yeah. relationships and healing and 
self-healing and getting back to basics. And I think it forced an entire world to do that. Um, there was a lot of bad with it, 110%. But I think if there's any good that came out of it, that might be some Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a silver lining. And I wanted to say, I love how, I feel like when you talk about putting the fact that you don't look at emails on the weekends in your signature, in your, basically in your email signature, it's almost like you gave yourself permission to do that. You might want to add, and most days I don't read them after five or six, you know, like, yeah, just and I, really, like I don't, and you know, I know us trying to get communicated about the podcast. I had surgery and, right. and I was like, I just have to sit and embrace the fact that I just had my body operated on and this is okay. This oh, is it's okay. fine. Please. I had major surgery in 2018 and I, I think I feel like even the surgeon kind of underplayed the importance of the surgery because maybe because they do it every day, but it's like, Hey, it's a big deal to get opened up and have stuff move around in you. Like you're not going to get right back to work. Like that's just how it is. And, and, you know, we need to give each other the space to do that. I, I'm glad you, you look great, by the way. I remember when I came back to work, I was on a Zoom with my art agent and she goes, you look so great. I said, I think it's because I slept for two weeks. <laughs> I mean, in a way it's great. I mean, in a way, that's the only way we give ourselves permission to do that is when we have these like major, major health mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. upheavals. Um, so in another shift, um, you, you really did alter the scope of Thimble Press. Uh, you brought in an art licensing agent, uh, Liz, and you started mentoring other entrepreneurs and business owners. You said, I know my mess will always be part of my message. And if I can help one person who owns a business, not walk the path I walked in business ownership, I will. So you've partnered with a lot of brands I've heard of. I'm just going to rattle off their names. Ecolo, Slant, Blue Sky, Prima, Root Collective, Tate & Zoe, Hallmark, Calypso Cards, Biley & Schof, Avanti Linens, Williamson Home, more to come. Um, you know, I've grown to learn so much more about art licensing and how to really cultivate a career doing it, you said. So talk to me about what you are doing uh, for these brands and how how the licensing partnership works. Yeah. So our, uh, actually our root collective launch, um, will be happening very soon, which I'm super excited about. And it's something that started in 2016 as a friendship and the collab then started in 2019 and COVID happened and now we're here and I'm super excited. It's about to be in front of everybody. But, um, you know, before 2018, I managed all of my own licensing. I went after it. I pursued it. Um, and I just really love it. You know, I started collaborating within two years of my business starting. I've always uh-huh. valued and believed that, um, two powerhouses potentially coming together can make something even better and unique because you have different voices coming in, you have different um, skill sets coming in. And so there's always something super powerful about that. I love collaboration. I always have. Um, So was your first collab, I'm sorry, was your first collab Target? 
So no, um, our first collab was with the lifestyle blog, the glitter guide. And oh, we, cool. and Which that is... was a, it was different because we created the products for her, but it was still a life, essentially life. We were licensing her brand name and she was promoting it. So it was opposite of what I do now, but mm-hmm. um, that was my first dip into that world. And then after that was Hallmark. Um, wow. And that was like a world dream come true. Cause my grandmother had always taken me to Hallmark as a kid and we become, became one of their top signature artists. Um, and I got to speak at their conference in Atlanta during market, which was really cool. Cause I got to share the story and, and then Target happened. And it's so funny, the week Target launched in every store was also the week we were hacked. So it was this really crazy dichotomy um, of life. And, um, <laughs> but what was so beautiful about it is, um, you know, Perry Nelson, she's mm-hmm. nicely noted. She became sure. a, and is a very good friend of mine. And I actually found out about the hack when I was on a flight to Dallas to meet her, to ride with her to her family's home in Carmel, which I will always tell her is the most beautiful place and her, her family's home there, beautiful place I've ever been to in my life. But it just shows you God's grace in that all that happened. And I was not at a point of healing like I am now. I was right. still in my mindset of hurry, rush, do. And so when the hack happened, I'm in, I'm on my way to Carmel and I end up at, in Carmel at this beautiful home, every flower blooming, every, I mean, dog friendly beaches. So that I will forever consider Carmel my Eden, um, stunning. And uh-huh. but it's beautiful how through that mess, God laid me somewhere absolutely beautiful. And I wasn't able to work. I wasn't in the office. I had to sit with it. I had to marinate on it. I had to be with it mentally. Um, and it was miraculous and hard and all the things in one. Um, but anyway, that's a sidebar, but yes, the target (laughs) happened at that same time. Which was also beautiful and miraculous and wonderful and exciting and, you know, literally a dream come true. And it still is. It's still like I think about it all the time. And and I loved working on that project. I don't think I realized the significance of what was happening while I was in it. But hindsight, Mm -hmm. as many things are in life, it's just cool. It's cool. Yeah. I I, I managed all that myself. And then when I was making my shift in 2018, I just Mm -hmm. was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I needed to bring on someone to manage all the business aspects of my licensing business because I really enjoyed it. I really thought I love this. And I had actually met Liz at a 2013 trade show, my first one ever in Chicago. Um, And we became friends and she was just kind of starting her business then. And I remember I messaged, I emailed her in 2018 and said, Hey, are you still wanting to, to become an agent? And would you want to be my agent? (laughs) 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 Given me lots of great advice over the years. And I'd, you know, to bring on an agent, it's a very personal relationship too, because I meet with her once, maybe three times a week, um, to just, you know, to discuss strategies and contracts or meet with clients. And, and so it, I need, I wanted it to be someone that, you know, I really liked hanging out with, but also too, 
she's been in the industry for a very long time and has that history. And so it was really important. And I think meeting her in 2013 was always meant to happen. And she was always meant to be my agent. And so we have a really wonderful partnership together and she represents a lot of other wonderful artists now to see her company grow has been really cool. Um, but yeah, I really love working with these other brands. And so it's fun. I get to come up with ideas. You know, a lot of them have existing formats that they work within what they know is tried and true, but it's fun mm -hmm. to get to experiment and try new things with them. Um, it's really been beautiful with Ecolo to watch them and see them embrace my faith and be able to utilize my love of Jesus um, in in products because that's mm -hmm. what I feel like is the biggest reasons why I have Thimble Press. And so they've been so wonderful to embrace that and get to try new things with them. And uh -huh. then, you know, working with Slant, we get to really express our party side, our fun side. And, <laughs> Um, our confetti loving, all of that. And so that's been really neat to get to try to build new formats and things that normally I would have never built within Thimble Press in-house. Um, because it's a different, I mean, these are all different aesthetics and, you know, licensing is ultimately like pairing an artist with, you know, a company. We're going to, put it on placemats. We're going to put it on dish towels. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's mm -hmm. this sort of magic synergy where you pair the maker and the more corporate entity. And there is a little bit of, you know, fairy dust in the process, but it's cool for you to work, you know, you know, Hallmark Calypso cards. I mean, she has 20 brands from the UK. I mean, there's 20 different aesthetics and looks and, and you really get to flex your muscle. Right. And I, I love that. I think it's super fun. And um, like I said, it's uh, most of the products we're creating aren't products that we would normally create within our in-house line. Right. So right. we get to bring something new and, and that's exciting. You know, it's, it's an, it's an adventure in itself. And, and we're, and again, it's all goes back to relationships. We're just really yeah. creating these really beautiful relationships with one another and creating something beautiful that, you know, a baby, a little baby, a little product baby. I know. That we I know. can then um, deliver to the world and hopefully help change or um, enhance someone's life with, you know, that's the end goal that someone just enjoys life with what we create. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and it, it's, it's all very joyful product. I, I'm curious if um, by starting to do this, uh, working with different brands and with such a wide variety of aesthetics and backgrounds and, you know, approaches, what do you, do you, do you take anything from working with them that informs how you develop Thimble Press? It depends. Um, sometimes um, we do. And I've learned a lot about how different companies work and how they um, how they run their business. So that's been really cool to um, you know to understand that. Some companies um, we work with, we do a couple pieces, and I'm not really necessarily having weekly meetings with them. So it's different. It just depends on how how much I get 
how deep into <laughs> uh, creating <laughs> products with these companies. And so, um, but I will say if, if I'm having, if I'm developing collections with companies, I've got to really like you and feel like our core values align. And so I really feel like all the companies we work with just are good, solid people. Um, and that's important to me. And so I would say to any artists out there, if you're looking to collaborate with someone um, or create art for another company, it's more than just art. It's a relationship. Um, it's you totally. got to want to hang out with these people and you right. got to want to align your values with these people. Um, right. And, and just like a first date. If it there's is. Red flags, yeah. And if there's 100%. some red flags, don't ignore them. Like don't want the collaboration so much that you're willing to overlook like major, like things that could turn into problems um, because, because your values do not align. Um, you want them to align, but it's not always going to be the right fit. Right. And I always say, trust your gut, um, which I didn't listen to my gut a lot before mm -hmm. 2018. I just kind of flew by the seat of my pants. Um, but man, it, your gut is powerful. It is there for a reason. It is there to be like, yo, mm -mm, not feeling this. And like you said, don't overlook that. Don't overlook that feeling. Um, right. Don't right. be so hus in a hustle mode that you overlook that. Right. Right. Cause you're so caught up on what everyone else is doing. And, you know, you so want that for yourself. You overlook, you know, these, these glaring issues that really are staring you in the face. You just are purposely ignoring them. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we touched on this a little bit, but I want to close by talking about sort of how you found your path. You told me by intentionally avoiding looking at what everyone else is doing and how they are dividing success. I thought this was brilliant. I'm going to do another quote from you. You said, I think in the social media culture and small industry we are in, it is easy for us to succumb to the pressures around us. The best thing I've done for myself is to look at my own paper and don't bother with what anyone else is doing but me, end quote. So it's hard to scroll You make Instagram. me sound a lot better. When you no, no. You, no, 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 no. This is a direct quote. I didn't dress up your copy. No, I know. It just sounds better out of your mouth. <laughs> You're so funny. Well, you know, often it, it, it does take someone looking at something through someone else's eyes to realize, you know, how, you know, how powerful, like what you're saying is. Cause I, like when I got this email from you, I read it and then I put it away and then I read it again later. And I was like, wow, there, there's a lot here, so, you know, like it, it, there's a lot here. So it is, it's hard to scroll Instagram and not get that keeping up with the Joneses feeling where you're measuring every success you see from another maker and not turning it into a, well, what am I doing that moment? Um, so it's one thing you say to say you want to do this and then not do it. Um, I think most of us say we want to do it and then we just continue to do it. Um, so how do you actually do it? Um, so I actually gave up social media for Lent plus several weeks. So <laughs> wow. like 90, how many days was that? Two or three months. I gave it up completely. I wasn't on social at all. And I will tell you, um, look, I, I understand there's rarely anything original anymore. Everything's been recreated, reshuffled, redone. Um, but man, I found myself feeling and being way more creative and in touch with my own creative source mm -hmm. than I ever have in the past 10 years. Wow. 
Wow. I found myself being present with my family and with my friends. I found myself really connecting into deeper issues and things in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a incredible experiment um, that I think I will now do every year. Um, wow. it, my sales did not waver my, you know, and that was the scare, you know, I was scared. Okay. My sales are going to go down. They're going to get bad. It's going to get bad. I'm not going to be able to do you about. have it, but do you have it? A, do you have an employee dedicated to doing your, Oh no, we didn't do it. When I say we, I gave it up. Thimble press gave it up. Wow. Every single aspect of my life, nothing touched social media. Wow. That's, that's great. That's great. Well, I just, and a year before that, I'd written in my prayer journal that I was, that's what God was wanting me to do. He wanted me to try it out. See what, see that I'm not actually the one in control. Because <laughs> I like to think I am. Um, but man, I, it was a, the coolest thing. I created more. I experimented with creation more with art and different mediums. Um, so I would say if you're feeling stuck, get out of social media and into your own head and into your own, you know, exploratory, get, read books, read, you know, just out, get off your screen. Um, I love it. I am writing down, don't see your work as it's going to appear on social media. Like instead of being like, how is this going to look on Instagram? How many likes is this going to get? You know, how can I turn this into a reel? It's more like, no, what is, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? What are you, you know, like just focus on where it's coming from, from you. I love it. So when'd you go back on it was fantastic. I have a whole collection of art that I'm finalizing that was created during that time. Um, of course, I created part of it. And then I was like, oh, that's a reality. And then I guess what? I stopped working on it. So my goal is over the next um, you know, few months to really finish up that line because something beautiful came out of it that I feel is original in my own eyes. And I'm excited about it. And so we'll see. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I'm really intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, um, you've touched on it. I don't usually delve too much into personal lives, but I know, you know, and as you've mentioned, you recently got married. You have so much to celebrate. Um, th- this, do you think this is a co-effect of all, like, is this a co-effect of all the work you did on yourself in your biz? Did it happen as it was going on? Like, how, do you, how does this play into it? I would have run Bill off. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been able to even touch me like with a five foot pole. Like it, I I had to honestly relearn who I was and really love myself again without thimble press, without attaching myself to thimble press. Um, and really understand like what I want out of life. And I want, wanted a partner to share life with. Um, I wanted to go on vacations and be able to say, Hey, look at that. Isn't that cool with someone? (laughs) And to then reminisce about it for years. Like I want it. I wanted that. And I have that now. And I do, I think it's 150 billion gajillion percent related to my slowdown and everything that happened. And that's why I always look back now on that time very fondly, even all the bad, like it led me here and I'm so thankful. Oh, totally. 
Totally. I mean, it's all part of the same picture. I often say like my husband, I adore him. He's not perfect, but I wouldn't have the good without the bad. Like it's all, it's the whole thing. And it wouldn't be how it is if we weren't exactly how we are. (laughs) Right. So um, I love it. And I'm just so happy for you. It's so nice to see you look, you look amazing. You look so healthy. I would not believe you. you had surgery two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So, um, so hopefully, um, I'll have. I can't wait to see your range, and hopefully, our paths will have a. I'll have a chance to cross your path in real life one of these days. I know. I'd love to hug you and just say hey and treat you to a drink or a meal or something. (laughs) That would be great. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you so much. It was fun. Thank you so much, Kristen, for dropping in the paperfold. You have really given me a lot of food for thought on how creatives can implement balance. The overall goal with boundaries is to be able to focus on creating meaningful work when we sit down to do it, but also to be able to pull away when necessary to stay present for our loved ones and especially to take care of ourselves. For me personally, it is a never-ending juggle and hustle, but having an awareness of what is happening brings some much needed grace to the table. Finally, thank you for listening. Again, our theme music is by the wonderful Sharon Glassman of Smile Songs. See and hear more at smilesongs.com. If you like what you are hearing, please give me a five-star rating and review if you are so inclined. Thank you so much, nerds. Stay safe out there.